tag that so doggone big. All right, welcome back to another episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bred. Uh, it's a podcast debate about all things OU athletics. We're a father and three sons. We have no insider information, just strong opinions. Uh, finally, able to get back together. Uh, Almost after, forgot the lyrics to that song. I know. It's been a while, it <laughs> seems like. Uh, me and Hayden, when we were setting everything up, I was like, man, it's been a while since we've had to set all this stuff up. Because yeah. uh, I'm still not over that crud. I yeah. mean, I'm you still look a lot like better crud. and everything, but... It was some bad stuff. Yeah, that was, a, that was a rough. I remember some people making fun of me when I was here hacking my life. It was up funny when you had it. It wasn't yeah. funny when I had it. Yeah, it wasn't nearly as funny. I didn't miss no podcast. <laughs> Bunch of titty you missed the You missed 90% of that podcast. I was here, you were by gosh. Hacking. You were outside hacking all the time. I was here. Believe me, you didn't You didn't want hey, me I, coming I, I around. Say, you know Dad's sick when you call him on the phone and you think you, you, you dialed the wrong number. I, I was like, who am I talking to? I thought someone was playing a prank on me. I felt like dad, I so. felt like death when we I had that. I mean, it was it was brutal. I got it on. I guess I started coughing the first time a couple of times Saturday night when we were all playing games, and then Sunday I coughed all day Sunday, and I started running fevers, and I didn't stop coughing until the next Sunday when I well, finally I got went it back Sunday. to the doctor, and to then get Monday and steroids. Tuesday was pretty bad. But still, the following Monday, I finally went to the doctor. Yeah. You know, because I wasn't getting over it, you know. Your wife made you? Yeah. Well, no, actually, I told her, call the doctor. Get me an appointment. I'm done. Yeah, I was tired of coughing. I'm not getting any better. Couldn't breathe. Yeah. And so finally they gave me the steroids. Once I got the steroids, it started to clear up real quick. Yeah, kind of broke mine up, too. Shane, what you been up to? Being healthy, man. It's been good up here. Right, up right here. home, brother. <laughs> Got clean, clean mountain air up here in the Osage Hills. Doing well. Had some snow on the ground today. Did you guys get the snow? Oh, yeah. We did, yep. And we got quite a bit of yeah. snow. We got the big flakes, man. They were wet. And yeah. when I woke uh -huh. up this morning at 530, it was like our yard was covered in white last night when I went to bed. Woke up at 530 this morning, looked outside, and there wasn't a bit of snow. It started raining. School's already canceled. I was like, well, <laughs> it's just a wet day, so... Yeah, I got plenty That's of water like. on the four-acre farm is flooded. Got some drainage issues down there? Yeah. Well, you know, I, when we got that place, you know, we got some pretty good rains when I got it and never did stand any water. Then all of, of course, bringing all them trucks in and all that. Got some low spots now. It's pushed some low spots down. I got water standing. We got the uh, house floors all formed up and ready to pour the plumber come by and put in his drain boxes today so it's ready to pour i was going to talk to you about that your driveway like next time you get a load of rock brought in you need to put separate separator fabric down i don't i know that but you I got a son that that sells that stuff okay just saying can you get it for me for free um free is not probably going to be possible on that but we got a bunch of it so i'll make you a deal okay come on down Let's get started. Uh, any of you guys watched Super Bowl last night? No. Yeah. No, I did. I did. Oh, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. What'd y'all think? Yeah. I was pulling for Brock. I, I wanted San Francisco to win that so bad. I, I hate San Francisco. I don't like either one of them. But I was pulling for Brock. I'd like to see him win it. I mean, it's a cool story. Fun story. Been cool to see. He played well. You know, he's he's been getting hated on by a bunch of people. And yeah, Trent Williams would have been cool to see him. You know, Braden Willis. Of course, Trent Williams yeah. and Braden Willis both have terrible penalties in the game that yeah. really cost. Yeah, them. I say, I'm just I'm just glad Braden didn't cost them the game that they got that first down picked up. But man, that man. was <laughs> that was unfortunate. That was. I, was lived, I lived in Kansas City too long to not be a Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs yeah. fan last night. So. But, but man, I, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, there's a lot of guys over there, too, that you'd I, like to see win one eventually. I yeah. also wanted to see Taylor Swift just cry. That was part of the reason, too. Would have made me. Yeah. Uh, just, I'm I was, sick of that hype. When it went to overtime, I was like, if Kelsey catches the game-winning touchdown in overtime and they pan to Taylor, like, I'm going to believe the hype about NFL script writers. You know I'm what surprised I mean? he didn't ask her to marry him last night, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I thought something. that was coming. I think the problem, one, I 
this actually after Kelsey threw his little temper tantrum on the sidelines and bumped Andy Reid, I was like, now nah, I really hope you lose. Um, yeah, I don't know what that's about, but I don't know either. He's he's a titty it baby. was the last football game of the season. Well, I guess we have the USFL now. Yeah, XFL or whatever the. Well, they got well, the they USFL. Merged. They they merged. Together. Oh, they did. The, yeah. the two leagues merge, and now they there's it's one league. I don't know what it's called. Does the but, Rock um, still own it? Huh? Does the uh, Rock still own it? Dwayne Johnson? Is he still the owner of it? I, I don't know. He was for the XFL, wasn't he? Man, he, I think he, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Stoops was the winning coach last coach year. Coach of the Renegades. Yeah. Bob's like won every one of them, hasn't he? They've only had one. The first one got canceled yeah. due to COVID. Oh, they ended up canceling that yeah. one. Well, they were winning at the time. They were Possibly. leading it all. It, it it never really got going. I don't think. But but it's that sad time of season where you you know it's the last game. Bob's still coaching the Renegades. As far as I know, I don't know. I, I, y'all y'all are dropping new bombs on me here. I don't I didn't know they merged and stuff. So well, we got that going. We can watch some of that. It's not. I won't be watching any of that. I doubt I'm it. I've got center softball baseball. going now. So baseball. So uh, as far as uh, OU football goes, since we last talked, which has been a while now, uh, we did pick up. A commit from the Geary and Hatchet, uh, another O lineman, which was, I, I say, like a huge relief as an OU fan watching because I was sitting there just just looking at numbers. I didn't think they had enough numbers to really. They were still a, a guy shy, and I think they're still one. If they could get another offensive lineman to be good, but I, we'll see what that second portal has open for them. Um, Saw today or. There's picking, uh, you know, overs and unders on the SEC. They got Texas pick ten and a half wins. Six and a half for us. Seven and a half, wasn't it? it was six and a half. Six and a half. Vegas has us at six and a half wins. The over under. Yeah. I was going to ask y'all about that. What, what y'all? If y'all want to jump ahead there, Dad. Uh, but uh, I mean, sorry. Yeah, hey, we're talking about it. I mean, what what are your That's thoughts? Probably not a bad. I mean, unfortunately. Well, you do the math on it though, like you would. Oh, you would have to lose. Like they would have to lose like two home games for sure, to to come to get to that. Plus the neutral site game with Texas. My thoughts were: you're a little low on OU and under. you're a little high on Texas. I, which they are every year. So there I, you go. I think if the number was seven and a half, I'd be I'd be okay with that. That's that's more realistic because I, I think seven. I think seven wins is very a realistic possibility oh, for yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. Uh, which would be a, a bad season. But I also think, you know, if they hit the eight-win mark, you're probably looking at it as they probably hit the nail on the head of what is just if they had just an average season next year. Um, and then anything like nine, ten wins is probably a pretty good season uh, considering you're breaking in a brand new quarterback, things like that. Yep. Um, but six and a half—that's a little shallow. That's shallow, in my opinion. Yeah. I thought I thought that's a little low. I thought that was going to be hard to to come up with six losses. I think somebody else I was looking at had to had them at seven and a half. Or, you know, but I think it's I, yeah, it's just so Vegas is so good, right? Because they yeah, put it they right know on that the, seven they know what they're talking about. You know, and you really do. I, mean, you, I was thinking about it. I. You know, I was thinking about if you broke it down in like three game stretches, you know, you take your first, you know, Temple, Houston, Tulane, which are not cakewalks, but you got to win those three. But then you take like the next stretch, Tennessee, Auburn, Texas. Which Auburn, and, you know, really, Auburn's down, Tennessee's at Auburn's, home. Tennessee's at home. You would hope. Two years ago, a lot of down they, teams kicked the crap out of us. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, when you've lost to Kansas and Oklahoma State, you're like, but can I mean, you drop, could you drop two of those? Yeah, you realistically, can. yeah. I, I, I mean, it, if if we win more than six games, I'm happy. I think I'm not. I'm sorry, Shane. Go ahead. And it, no, and I was just saying. Then you go to the South Carolina, Ole Miss, Maine, and you're like, Maine's I expect a win. to come away with Maine's a win. I expect them to win one, one of the two others. Of those yeah. other get right. So that's a two. You come out of that two and one. And then you go Missouri, Alabama, LSU, and those two of those are on the road. And I'm like, if we win one out of three, that's probably good. And then you're like, that total seven, you know, or eight. And you're like, they just, they, they're so good at putting it right where, you know, I think if, 
I, th- I think it, I think if we win seven, it's expected. I think, that's what that's my expectation. You got to win seven. I think if you win nine, you're above expectations. I agree with that. And if you win ten, you're in the playoffs. I look at the schedule and say, like, first off, you got Tennessee's breaking in a new quarterback too. So I mean, they've got the same problem. We I mean, that's if you're gonna question what's gonna be our weakness next year, everybody's gonna say it's got to be the offense, right? I mean. That's the thing you got big question marks on. The defense is coming back, and they got markedly better this past season. I expect those same leaps going into next season too. Um, so I look at the schedule. I'm like, Shane, I can break it down, but I, I think you've, you're really in bad shape if you don't go into the Texas game 5-0. and you know, I mean, you've, you've got yeah, to win. You've got to win those first three. You can't lose to Houston. You you got to beat those teams like that. Then you need to, you need to win the game on the road at Auburn because Auburn's not a good team. That's a bottom of the rung SEC team. Yeah, which is probably above average Big Twelve team. That Again, we've lost but that's the bottom the of the rung. You've got to go beat them. If 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 you can't beat that team, you shouldn't have never left the Big Twelve. You should have just stayed where you were. So you got to beat Auburn, and then you've got Tennessee at home. That needs to be a win. And I'm not saying they're easy wins, and I'm not saying they're cakewalk wins or guarantees, but you really you need to win them. But if you're walking in, if, if that's the scenario, if you can pull that off and you go into Dallas versus Texas with five wins under your belt, the reality is now a successful season from that point on. I'm like, Shane, Texas game, that could, that's a toss-up. You may prob- you know, I, I'm saying you got a freshman quarterback in that game for the first time. That's probably a loss. You turn around after that, and then you get the who is it? It's the South Carolina, uh, Missouri Ole Miss. Is that who it is? Yeah, South Carolina, Maine. Missouri, and uh, I mean LSU and Maine. Okay, I'm sorry, so, I'm saying it wrong. South Carolina, South Maine, Carolina, and some, Ole Miss and Maine. Yeah, 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 sure. I I think you've got to win the South Carolina game. That's another bottom of the rung SEC team, and you're you and better and you better win Maine. I mean, so there, oh, yeah. if you say, hey, Ole Miss has a phenomenal year and, and you lose that ball game okay uh, understandable it's on the road too isn't they're it? trending up too i mean they're they're going to be a, a pretty good team yeah they're going to be a good team but i don't know what Ole miss's schedule looks like a lot of that comes into play of like like the texas game uh, when you look at our schedule coming in there the first three games not real barn burner games but that auburn game on the road is not really a big one but you're going to be coming off of a tennessee game going into the texas game that's going to be a good game. And so, by that point, you could be a little beat up going into that game. I don't know what Texas's schedule early on looks like going into that. Or if they're coming off like a Georgia game going to play Oklahoma, you know, Oklahoma could win that football game. Same thing with, like, the Ole Miss game. It's depending on what you're coming off of. O- OU's coming off of a main playing main. That's a better scenario for Oklahoma to go in and have an opportunity to steal that game. You know, but if you win two of those at that point, if you lost the Texas game, you win two of those. Now you're at seven wins going into those last three games with Alabama, LSU, and whoever else it was. And I think in Missouri, in Missouri, on the road. all yeah. three going to be so, tough. In the Missouri and game, this, this is this could is be the a new reality for OS, though it, for OU is that you're you could be nine and zero going into November, and you may end up nine and three. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. It, 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 the, it doesn't help for reality. OU that it, that Ole Miss, Missouri, and Tennessee have all become pretty dang relevant. Well, the, the, the deal years. is, is like yeah. they said, the the thing is, is Oklahoma's schedule. When you compare it to everybody else next year, our schedule's one of the toughest in the country. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't yeah. disagree with that. It might be. On I mean, paper. it's it's but way they, tougher than Georgia's. Gonna, that's not going to be an excuse. It's for not anybody. It's it, nobody's going to give you an excuse. But the reality is, it's a tough schedule. If you may lose the Missouri game, but you got Alabama at home, and this is a team that we don't really know what they're going to look like. I can't believe everybody's giving them the credit they're getting because they had a mass exodus of starters. And Probably backups. be nice to have them early, you know, early October rather than yeah. late November. Well, they didn't get the quarterback yeah. they wanted because their coach tried to, but it didn't work out. Did y'all see that? Yeah, I mean, Obviously, OU basically just needs to win. They and they haven't done this in the last I don't know how many years. They need to win the games they're supposed to win. Yeah. And we've had a problem with that. They lose to teams they're not supposed to lose to. And if you do that next year, 
you're going to lose a lot of games. Oh yeah, you do that every if you do that any year in yes. the SEC, you're going to lose a lot of games. I mean, we knew that going in. Uh, around the country, uh, I don't know if you guys have been kind of watching the Tennessee versus the NCAA debacle that's going on over the uh, tampering. I'll be honest with you, I have checked out on any recruiting whatsoever. It's not it's not recruiting any, any football whatsoever. Basically, well, it, in unfortunately, Tennessee pretty much the NCAA said, "Hey, you broke the rules on how to do the NIL stuff," type of thing. And Tennessee was like, there were rules. Yeah. Well, Tennessee kind of said the same thing. Hey, you guys changing them every five minutes. It's kind of hard to, you know, you're talking about a huge machine here. It doesn't, these are collectives that we don't have any control over really. And you change the rules every five minutes. And the NCAA was like, well, we're going to, we're going to punish you. And Tennessee just pretty much said, no, we're not going to accept your punishments. And so now the NCAA is sitting there with their hands tied. Well, they're defunct. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. This Tennessee may be the one that finally. Oh yeah, they're going to break them. They're going to break them because Sankey's kind of coming out. They're they're trying to get you know Sankey and and even like the Big Ten commissioner and guys like that. They're asking them kind of their opinions, and they're just like, eh. I don't disagree with Tennessee. You know, I mean, they they don't want to. They're not just saying the NCAA is wrong, but they're also not saying, hey, Tennessee really needs to. The NCAA has lost institutional control on football, and they ought to be close the doors because of it. Yep. Seriously. I agree. They, they should just shut it down. Let, them, yes. let us govern. You are no longer relevant in this game. Let the conferences govern themselves. Yes. Let, let, the, let the colleges do it. Yeah. Just get out of the way. Uh, and I think we're going to end up there, and I think Tennessee's kind of the start of that. And that's why I kind of brought it up was it, it was just kind of interesting. Uh, the other couple things around the country, uh, obviously – Alabama's new coach, DeBoer, uh, was tampering with the uh, quarterback at uh, Arizona, uh, the Fafita kid or whatever it was, and he's gotten called on that. So he's been there all of seven minutes and already looking at <laughs> getting in trouble. And, like, and I'm surprised and, that, that, and that listen, stuff what's, like that ha- hasn't come out more. Like people just saying, yeah, so-and-so called Like this coach called me. You know, if I was a player and I've got coaches calling me from Alabama or wherever – Oh, I'd be writing them out all the time. Well, I mean, the deal is this guy, he calls this kid. The kid's parents and him kind of come out and say, hey, this guy's calling us. And Arizona's like, oh, whoa, you can't do that. And so they hammer him, you know, and now he's sitting over here looking like an idiot. And what even kills him more is now your your quarterback on your team is pissed. It's mad because, because you've been you're out. You're going out recruiting you're against trying him. Trying to recruit against him. To bring in a kid that you you want to start over him, and so it's just it was funny, and I I think it, I, and that's why I sit here and go, hey, they're giving so much credit to Alabama. I think DeBoer's going to drive that thing into the ground here in the next two or three years because I don't think he can recruit the South because I think it's different. I don't know how he's going to handle being in the SEC, and I I don't really know how good he is. It just by the sheer luck that there's a lot of coaches out there that made a great name for themselves because the kid under center was phenomenal. And yeah. Penix was phenomenal. Yes. Uh, you know, you go back, look at like Rich Rod. Remember Rich Rodriguez when yeah. he was at West Virginia and everybody's like, oh, they beat Oklahoma. Why are you bringing this up? Huh? They beat Oklahoma and all that stuff out in the Fiesta Bowl and people were like, Rich Rod's the biggest thing since sliced bread. Well, he had, a, he had some amazing, talented players yeah. like that one time. Yeah. Yeah. And Pat White that and Dave was, on Austin. Yeah. And that was it. We're still running on OU right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're still chasing them. <laughs> Tavon, that was that was the game where Brent, I lost Brent Must or Brent Venables. Venables. I was like, I'm done with him. What did we give up? Like a thousand yards just to Tavon? Five hundred over five hundred yards, all purpose. A wide receiver playing running back. Yeah, he was phenomenal. And then the other thing going on around the country uh, hasn't been really announced yet, but it's coming. Uh, Chip Kelly has left uh, UCLA as a head coach to go be an offensive coordinator for Ohio State. You know, probably make more money at Ohio State and well, a lot less at. But he's not. So what's the rationale? Huh? He's so not. He's not going to make more. No, money. he's so not. What's the rationale? The rationale behind it, I think, is is he's looking at UCLA and knew what he was fixing to have. I mean, he's you're leaving the Pac-12, going to the Big Ten, and he's like, I'm fixing to go play the juggernaut that is Ohio State. Year in and year out, we're going to get beat, and I'm going to get fired. Beat him, join him. 
Well, the deal is, is you get if you get yeah. fired as the head coach of UCLA, it's a lot harder to convince the Ohio State fan base, hey, this would be a really good hire for our offensive coordinator. That's true. Yes, I it's mean, a lot easier to go in there, like decision. And hey, let me go in here and offensive hit him up. coordinate for a few years. You know, don't have to worry about the NIL stuff, and yep. then uh, uh, find I, you a better gig down the road. I think he did say, didn't he say something about he kind of missed the coaching part where the the yeah. head coach was just like play calling and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, yeah. I think he hates, I, I, who doesn't, I think that's, you know, that's why Saban left. It's why, it's why a lot of these guys are just, you're seeing a lot of coaches that are just now going old school either, coaches getting out of it. They're I mean, getting they're, out. They're tired of it. Yeah. They're done with it. They hate it. They're like, you know, if I wanted to coach in the NFL, I don't coach in the NFL. Uh, and this is no longer what it was supposed to be. I'm, I'm recruiting 10 times more than what I used to because I'm recruiting my own stinking team every Every year, Every, twice a year, because you got to recruit them after spring too. Got to recruit them year long, basically. Yeah. You got to keep them happy. You got to keep the parents happy. You got to keep the parents off Twitter. But all right, no mess. There wasn't much. I, going I hate on. to say it, but Dad and Dad's preached this for for years that I can remember. They're going to ruin college football, and that the NCAA is going to be defunct at some point. And it's like he's a prophet. Yeah. <laughs> All coming true. That's uh, going to be an NFL fan. You got any? Soon. You got any lottery <laughs> numbers over there you could throw at us? But not 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 a lot going on around the college football world right now. Uh, like even like normally it, you, we would have a ton to talk about because it would have been National Signing Day just the other day. But everybody signs in December, so it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, but the good news is softball. Sooner softball has started. <laughs> That's, uh, that's good because basketball is taking a dive. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about basketball here in a little bit. But uh, Sooner softball team uh, started the season off down in Mexico. And I don't know if you did – unless you pay for the horribleness that is Flow Sports, uh, you probably didn't get to watch it. I, I watched a couple games and got so frustrated watching it on Flow Sports, I finally just started listening to it on it the is. radio. And don't it's, get me wrong – I, I love Chris Plank. He usually hits his, his stride about midseason when he really starts tuning in and getting good. Uh, he, poor guy, had lost his voice already. <laughs> well, and I think I a lot of it. he calls like I, I think he I don't know if he works for Flow Sports too. I think he calls some of their games. Yeah, I mean he was he was wounded by the time I so started. He probably listening. was calling a bunch of games over the weekend. He and he does stuff for he calls yeah. ESP games on ESPN and all yeah. kinds of stuff. He does a lot of. Like the ESPN Plus call, not, not strictly just OU color guy or play by play for softball. But he, uh, anyway, softball team played what was it? Three games, four games, four three, games, four games. Uh, started out with a game against was it Utah Valley? Utah Valley, Utah Valley, Utah Valley yeah, spanked just him. spanked Utah Valley. Turned around, had to play Duke. Duke, and Duke was a. Number ten, if you look at Top ten, 10 or twelve team, right there, they were ten on the Flow Sports. So number ten team in the country, and and they win that one three to nothing. Turn around, have to play Washington, which turned out to be number nine team. Uh, they say number nine, but they also had them on Flow Sports. They had them at five. So okay. depending on what you got them, um, yeah. I mean, another top ten team. Another top ten team. You played them. Uh, I don't know if any of you got you guys. I'm sure Caleb. I know he did, but uh. I watched the I watched the comeback. Did you see? So the game starts out that Washington game. Oklahoma jumps out to a three zero lead on that, and then they call the uh, obstruction. Obstruction. Call it the plate. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. Have you crap. seen the screenshot that, of that? Like how far crap. up the line the girl is when Kenzie Hansen catches? I the will ball? say there there are some stupid rules in softball that I don't fully understand. And I, I saw she, a lot of people her said body that, said that, that was actually in the baseline. But it just shouldn't her shoulders matter. Shoulders and her arms. It shouldn't matter if she's standing in the baseline if she has the ball when the girl's midway down the base path. Yes. Like you're you're only halfway there, and I, I have I the agree. ball. I mean, I, I don't I'm understand just gonna, what they want you to do in that. Situation. I'm going to stand in the base path. That's where I'm going to have to to tag you. It, to to if you stand to the right of the baseline towards the interior of the line and give them the line. Are you going to call him out if she steps even one step out of the base path? Because if she does, and I can't reach her now to tag her because you said I can't block the base path, that's bogus. Kenzie Hansen catches that ball, has the ball in her glove waiting for that girl to slide in. It's a in. bad call. It's a bad call. And so at the end of the day, that was the out number two. 
That's where they got their three runs. That really, to well, me, those officials were bad all the way all around. The way around they, we got away with one there at the end too. That girl was clearly safe. Yeah, but it, I mean, again, this should have. They they missed the that game. Call. If you really go back to it, the game probably should have ended with a three to one win, Oklahoma. It, when you get right down to it, is really what it should have been. That score that they called the girl out, she should have been safe. The other other runs would have never happened because that was. I a thought third they came out. in the next the next inning. I thought no, it was right there. Was it all three runs one inning? I heard it both ways. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing it. Um, yeah, all three runs right after. Right that one after that the inning. Other. Then they turn around. Uh, that last game was against uh, Long Beach. Long Beach State. Started out kind of a tight game after about two Which or three innings. People, people's going to see that and say like, "Oh, it's a long, you know, it's a Long Beach State." Well, they're good every well, year. Pretty, yeah, good they're not inviting these teams that are bad. They're well, they're, they're a good little softball team. The yes. deal is, is Long the, Beach, Wichita State. The vast majority of the vast they're, majority they're of baseball, schools. the vast majority of baseball and softball recruits come from the West Coast. That's yes. just where they come from. California, Texas, and Florida. California, That's where they Texas. Come from. Well, California is like the number one softball yes. place in the world. Yes. That's why UCLA's always been pretty good, except for this year. Uh, but I mean, they 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 get a ton of players, and so like Long Beach State's getting. They may be getting the leftovers of what the D1 schools are getting, but they're getting really quality players. Yeah, they're still, they're still a good team. Yeah, the only teams going out there and picking off these kids outside of the schools on the West Coast are teams like Oklahoma, who can who go out Florida there. Florida State get beat by? Florida State got beat. Uh, they were number four. They got beat by Charlotte. UCLA dropped three games to start the season already. Uh, they would come in. They were like number four or five, huh? I said I haven't kept up with any of that yet. Uh, Texas beat them. Gave them the worst loss they've ever had at home. They beat them fifteen to nothing. Oklahoma State beat them ten to one. I will say Oklahoma uh, hasn't looked dominant no. yet. No, they, no, no. They've got some work to do. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you. What do you think of this yeah, team? What do y'all think of this team? For me, so I feel like. Go ahead, Chad. Go ahead, Kent. <laughs> I was just saying, just just what little I saw, I feel like they're they may be deeper pitching, but they're not as dominant. You know they don't have that one person that can just shut you down. Yeah, they don't have that. The, they don't have that, and, and so that I don't think it's going to be as dominant in the playoffs. You know what I mean? I think over over the course of the season, that's that's going to be nice. I mean, you'd like to have you'd have to like to have that one pitcher that can you can pitch I <laughs> every think, other night. I think Kelly <laughs> Maxwell may become that. Well, I, I think yeah. she is too. I think I think they just yeah. had yeah. A, a rough couple of games there getting started i mean everybody you know if they don't they're win or whatever they're all going to say yeah it's because they don't have jordy ball i don't i don't buy that the reason no. ou has been really really good lately is because of their bats their pitching has been good don't get me wrong yeah. but it their hasn't bats. it hasn't all been jordy ball no it's been right. a well, cast of three three pitchers when you look when you look at oklahoma and and this is something i wrote down over here first off you have to understand that you're right the bats are JT Gasso, since he's been been there, they have they're the best hitting team in all of softball, and it's not been close. Not even close. And it's still not really close because teams are are using well, this it's just weird they didn't, ploy. They didn't run rule four teams over the weekend. Well, I mean, they're using a weird ploy here the last end of last season into this season now of let me throw every pitcher I've got at them and see what happens. They don't, they don't but see the problem, twice, yeah. the problem is, is this: I think where Oklahoma. Is I don't think they're I don't think by any means that it's going to be the run that we saw last year. You lose one game and that's it. I just don't. I mean, I, I think there's more parity in the sport anyway. Uh, other teams are getting better finally. What I do think is this: Patty Gasso is so much more intelligent as a coach than all these other coaches, and she is changing the game before anybody else is ready for it. And the way she's doing it is. Go back three years ago, and every team out there had one pitcher, and they pitched her all the time. Yeah, Patty's always had two. She's now going to like the four-pitcher mark. And what she's doing with that is this. I can go and play you in a three-game series, and I can throw a kid that's just as good as any kid that you have on your roster, and you're never going to see her twice. Whereas you go play UCLA right now, They've got one girl that's really good, and then everybody else is a big fall off. The same thing with Texas. 
the same thing with Oklahoma State, the same thing with Tennessee. All these really good teams have one good pitcher. It's Alabama. Montana Fouts was amazing. Yes. A great pitcher. The girl behind her was subpar. Yeah. The thing is, is Kelly Maxwell is a, a really good pitcher. Nicole May is a really good pitcher. The Carly Keening. She's a good pitcher. Is a good pitcher. Okay. She's going to turn out to be really good. The the Chris, girl that I was impressed Christian with, Deals. the Monticelli girl came yeah. in. She's looked really good. And then Christian Deal had a bad day. Yes. To start the yeah, day out. Won't, it won't be that way all the time. It won't be that way all the time. But it's proven really quickly. And she's Pat, got two right-handers and two left-handers. So Patty's one of those deals now. She has got so many pitchers. She's like, I can throw three girls, start them, that are better than what you are just as good as anything you can throw out on the mound. And then I've got two of them that are capable of starting for most every college out there, every D1 school that there is. And I'm not going to even start them. I'm going to bring them in in relief in mid game. And, you know, with a couple innings left just to throw you off at the end of the game. And so she's changing the way you have to approach it. And it doesn't, that may not show a lot during the regular season. But where it really kills teams is in the playoffs. Pl- in the playoffs. Yeah. When you go to those super regionals and stuff like that, you can't. It, other teams have you pitched the same kid to Oklahoma's lineup twice, and you're screwed. Yeah, they, they, they're going to get better. That's the deal with them. They they get better every time they play you, and see the, the more they see the pitcher, the better they hit. Yeah. And I think a lot that of Washington, it, that Washington game, that girl was pitching lights out too. I mean, you you just know you see pitchers when they're in the zone. And yeah. that girl was that was yes. filthy. You they're they're going to be they're going to be a top five team once all said and they done. Still Washington won. will be. Oh, they're going to be great. Yeah. But what what the only thing I really no, one thing I noticed was that to me, it doesn't look like they were having fun. Like it doesn't look like the usual OU teams. This year, you think? I think they've got some pressure on them. I think they need to lose a game, and then things will kind of calm down and and get that pressure off. Like they, you could just tell like they they weren't doing as many cheers. They hit the home when they hit the home runs. They'd come in and not just weren't celebrating as much as what they usually do. And you kind of wonder if maybe that's location, location, location. Also, I I you, I, I looked at like maybe the, it's, watched, yeah, it's just early. I'm sure. Have you Patty, watched any Patty's of, on them and stuff? I mean, it's just. I mean, you know, OU or ESPN Plus or whoever. I'm sure OU does the videography and stuff for it, but they they kind of do this whole kind of been following the team getting ready for the season and you can kind of watch it kind of like they did for the football team kind of the top episode deal um but like just following what they like the softball accounts and stuff put out they were like their whole days down at mexico were spent like hanging out with little kids and stuff like that they there was not a lot of downtime for them so i'm sure they were exhausted and then you throw in the fact that i mean they were playing on what is not as nice of a field as the Walters Youth Park here in Walters, Oklahoma. It, uh, you got to hate on Mexico like that. It looked like crap. I mean, I'm just telling you. A lot of you, history down there. When, wait, when you're hitting a ball down the right field baseline or, you know, down the first baseline and it hits the tree and you have to consider that is out of play because it hits the limb. That's what we used to do. It's hitting the limb that's in play and it's no longer counted and out because you caught it coming out of the tree. I mean – I could see, and I could see that. I could see it just the kind of the road deal. I want to see what happens when they finally get home. Yeah, I mean, give, give me two weeks in the season. Let's see how it goes. Then, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I would, I would assume that Patty's pretty well on him right now. Just, you know, getting Burritos fresh, getting playing good, getting freshmen lined out and things like that. I think something else that I noticed about the team, I think the biggest flaw I think this team has is defensively they're not as good as they have been. And that's partially you lost Grace Lines, maybe the greatest defensive shortstop to ever play the game, maybe greatest defensive player. And yeah. don't get me wrong, you, you replaced her at shortstop with a really great player in, uh, you know, in Tiari. But Tiari, yeah. when you had Tiari at second, you're like, I got – a star at second, and, a star and then at I've got stop. a star, like defensive star in Grace. I think they're still kind of filling some things out. I think kind of filling it out because they rotated second baseman a lot. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll do that a bunch. They're going to kind of figure it out. The Pickering kid, the freshman, I thought she uh, thought she, she was – got a home run on her first bat. Yeah, home Grand run. Grand slam. slam. Grand slam. And I, yeah, Grand slam, yeah. She right. had had like at, at one point in time, which I don't – it's not now, but – 
at one point in time she had seven at bats and like eight RBIs. I was like, that's that's a pretty that's good, pretty good, yeah. pretty good, good start, start to your collegiate career. But anyway, softball team uh, this week they've got they're playing in like the Cowboy Classic. It, Cowboy it's, Classic, it's, yeah, it's a bunch like, of smaller schools, I think. In Ar- Arkansas or something? Is it, where's know. it at? I have no idea where it is. I thought they said it was in Arkansas. I thought it was Wyoming. I'm on it. Figure it out, Caleb. But anyway, that they're classic sounds like one, and they're playing like McNeese State, um, a bunch of no name schools. It, kind of disappointed because like Texas and a lot of really good teams are going to be out on the West Coast and some invitational. And I'm like, why didn't we get invited? Like, maybe they didn't want Oklahoma coming out there and just dominating it or something. But well, or is maybe it, is it part of the, the Mary Nutter? Is it starting next week? No, I don't think it's the Mary Nutter. It's called like the long. I thought it was. I want to say it was like the Cowboy Classic. No, the one out they're here playing, on the oh, West Coast is like playing the Long in the, Beach uh, Classic or Lake something. Lake Charles, Louisiana. They got Central Arkansas on Friday, McNeese State on Friday evening, Lamar on Saturday, and McNeese State on Saturday, and Central Arkansas on Sunday. So just kind of a five game, five game, little round robin of yep. stuff going on there. It's at Lake Charles, Lake Charles, Louisiana. Okay, I thought it was Arkansas. So it's practically Mexico again. The deal, like they've got. Like. I, I went through and looked at the uh, the schedule last year to this year. I think last year they had sixty three total games throughout the season, yeah. and like twenty nine of those were against ranked opponents. This year, on their schedule so far, not including the playoffs, obviously, because when they get the playoffs, they're going to play more ranked teams. I think there's like fourteen ranked teams. So. Yeah, it's probably a, quite a bit easier schedule this year. Yeah, it, well, I mean, well, it, I, some of these Big 12 teams are going to be – like Baylor goes out and plays Tennessee right down to the wire at Tennessee. Oh, it's going to so, be tough. I mean, Baylor's, yeah. Baylor's going to move up the rankings. Teams, I mean, as, as fun as it would be to see them win. Texas moved to number two, Tennessee's three now. To win 100 games Should. in a row. Like, you almost want them to lose one pretty quick. So that pressure mm-hmm. – press, you, you don't want that pressure on them going into the playoffs. What of winning more games? Yeah, I think I think at this point, like of a streak and all the, that stuff. The record's you know. been broken so big now. Yeah, it's like the closer that you know, yeah, they're gonna play sixty games this year. Yeah, and the everybody's gonna get, want them to get to hundred or something. Yeah. Undefeated season, all that stuff. No, let's just lose a, a game or two and yeah, and I don't learn think from is, it. I don't, don't want to lose no games. I don't either, but I don't like I losing. Wanna, games. Give me a loss in a national championship. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I don't want no no losses in a. You know, till you get to the championship and lose two out of three. Well, uh, you don't want to end up like UCLA, and UCLA is a dumpster fire out there from a team that got beat out in their own super regional or whatever, just swept or or in a regional, I think, got swept, and now they start out the season two and three. So we're not them. Uh, and, and when you're sitting here critiquing five five and zero oh and fifty seven game win streak uh, still intact, uh, it tells how uh, how uh, you know. How we've been kind of treated over they're, the years. We're less than a we're month little... away from uh, the the home opener. Have you seen the pictures of the stadium? It does not look like it's going to be ready. <laughs> hey, it might not be as good as that field they've been playing on in Mexico. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it may be playing on a dirt field. Yeah, me and you need to sit down and figure out how we're going to do these uh, season tickets. Yeah. Which games are, are you going to any games this, that first weekend? Probably. I'm gonna, I want to go. Me and you just go. Okay. Say so leave everybody else the house. Just go up there and hang out in Norman for a pop the softball stadium cherry. Yep, me and you screaming. It's gonna be awesome. All right, uh, baseball coming up here pretty quick. I know dad's over here making a face. Nobody likes the baseball team. I like the baseball. They don't win national championships. They dang near did. They almost did. They were in the national championship and they shouldn't even have been there. And then this, I think they won one when I graduated high school in 1994. 1999. (laughs) 1999 1999 to last. They won one in 99 too? 99 to the last time they won. I think. We're going to fact check. Write that down. I was thinking it was 94. You got your phone? Check it. I'm about to check it. I think it was 99. What do you think over there, Dad? Pops? I have no clue. Anyway, it's a baseball fan. Let me give you a rundown of what the baseball team is going to look like this year. Offensively, they're going to be better than what they were last year. And they were pretty decent last year. Yeah, it's going to be 94. Was it really the last time? I thought there was a 99 win. No. Is that when you're making it up? Is that minor? Ryan Minor? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, um, 
as far as baseball team goes, they're going to be a lot better uh, as far as their bats. They ought to be able to hit well. Obviously, they're one of the most fun teams to watch because they it's they their whole mantra is chaos, and and they do they, they steal bases better than most teams. Uh, they're really fun to watch because they play a lot of small ball. Uh, pitching wise, they'll start out. I don't think they'll be great starting out, but Skip Johnson being probably the greatest pitching coach to ever, you know, coach in a in baseball and college baseball, um, being our our skipper, he'll he'll have them he'll have them doing well, have a good rotation when it's all said and done. Yeah, ninety four. Ryan Miner was on the ninety four team. That's I, I thought he was ninety nine. Yeah, he thought wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. But baseball team ought to be decent. That starts up here in the next week or so. Uh, gets them going. Uh, basketball. Uh, yeah. The women. Yeah. Hey, it, it, I don't like women's basketball by any means. I don't like basketball by any but means. But our, our women's basketball team is just like all of a sudden come alive and they don't lose anymore. Like they're winning all the time. The guys, on the other hand, are the biggest up and down debacle I've ever seen. Yeah, well. Like one week they're they're stars and you're like, oh wow, look at them. Look how good they are. And uh the next week you're like, why do they look like junk? And so Well part of that's they're playing in the freaking best conference in the country. That does not but help. You're losing to teams that you probably shouldn't lose to that aren't great teams at times. Well like that Oklahoma State game shouldn't have been close. And here it is. It's a it's a tight game all the way down to the wire. Oklahoma State wasn't – they're not very good. No. That's like the worst team in the conference. And it, it was a too close of a game um, as far as basketball goes. Uh, they're going to make the – more than likely they're going to make the tournament unless just yeah, they completely like, fall apart. Yeah, they'd have to <laughs> absolutely tank to not do it, I think. And I think if you get the right seed in the right area, you could make a pretty good run in it. You might – you can make it would a sweet be fun six. to see them make a run in it. I'd like to see them make a sweet 16. I, I think their biggest problem right now is Javion McCollum. I mean, the guy just has disappeared at times. There's times you, you he, if he shows up and he plays and he scores, it's great. And his stat line's a lie half the time because half the time it's he's got two points going into the fourth quarter and he's the guy they foul at the end of the game, you know, ends yeah. up with 12 or something like that. And you're like, oh, you didn't have a bad game. No, he scored. 10 free throws, and he's the only guy on the team that can hit free throws because the rest of the team's terrible at it. The other night during that Oklahoma State game, Oklahoma State shot like 35 free throws to like OU's 15 at one point in time. I hate basketball. It just – it's well, it's – it. you kind of start to wonder at times, like some of the crap that gets called on OU. I, 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 just, I start questioning, does. is the Big 12. Hey, can, we, can, we move, can we move on to gymnastics? Yes. Oh, so you want to talk about gymnastics? Because <laughs> they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> they continue to win. They beat Denver this past week. If you're wondering, do you know you, you just didn't think Cody had gymnastics? You didn't, pass, did you? Was one ninety eight? No, it's still better. It's still better talking about women's basketball. So let's one, do it. One ninety eight to one ninety five. Uh, that's how they that's how they beat Denver at in Norman. So another big win uh, for the you, women's do you gymnastics. Have any idea that's even scored one ninety eight to one ninety five? I don't have an idea. I know that the girl. <laughs> there was two girls on the vault there at the end. As I just kind of flipped over, I saw it on the ESPN Plus. And so I was like, I'll check that uh-huh. out. Two girls there on the vault. They're like, oh, we, you know, this one she's capable of attending at any point well, you in time. Yeah, five events. And, and, and she, uh, she did a 9.975 on the vault. And they were like, oh, that's going to get Oakland. That's going to guarantee the win. And then the next girl comes up. And they're like, as long as she doesn't, like, blow it off, she's not really capable of a 10. Bam, she throws out a 9.975. And I was like, holy crap. Sounds you know? to me like you got five events with two, two people in each event on a – 10-point scale. Yeah. That's pretty much what right. it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's five events. It's a rotation of it, and there's, like, two on there. They use the top two. I think they – they like, at the national championship, like, four or five girls go yeah. for each team, and then they, they, say, they keep the top scores or, you know, so many scores, three scores or something like that. At, at, it's a little bit different. But, anyway, OU's really good at gymnastics. Uh, usually the men are good. I don't know. I don't – I haven't seen any scores on them. They won the other day. I don't keep up with the gymnastics. I, I kind of do. I keep up with a little bit every way. Everything OU athletics. How's is our uh, How's our rowing team doing? I don't know. With our, our crew team. Well, they got a really nice uh, river up there that they they practice in. When are we gonna get ice hockey? 
We do have ice hockey. Legitimate ice hockey? They, uh, we have an ice hockey team. Collegiate ice hockey? Yes. Is I, it like- I just got an email the other day. The uh, they're, I mean, it's a, it's a club sport, but they're playing uh, they're playing Oklahoma State at up here at the BOK in Tulsa. Coming up here, so. <laughs> you, you threw that's, that out uh, there thinking you're going to be not stupid. Legitimate, like no, we have an ice hockey team. Ice, you no, know, would you say it was a club? It's a sport? club. It's a club sport. It's like rugby and some of the other club sports at OU. Yeah, it's not like collegiate. I used to go watch the rugby team. Every once in a while. It's kind hockey. of fun to watch. No, you're saying you're saying we can't uh, we can't win at all, then, huh? Yeah, I'm saying like if I went to OU when I was in high school, I could have played on a hockey team, and I probably couldn't have if they were playing real hockey. What do they well, call it? What's the uh, what's the national championship or their tournament or whatever called, Shane? For hockey? Yeah. Or college hockey? Yeah, coll- collegiate hockey. It's got a name yeah, for it. I'm just um, I was sitting here trying to think of it. Yeah, it is something fun. It is a good um, name. It's college cup. No, it's like the it's like their it's like <laughs> well, the NCAA tournament. Guess. It's an NCAA tournament name for it. It's like the something Frozen Four. The Frozen Four. That's what Frozen it is. Four. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So anyway. So we're never going to make the Frozen Four, okay? Well, probably that, not. Well, they they don't even play. That's what I'm in saying. That. It's not like they're they're it, it, a Division One college hockey team. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know it was a club sport. I thought they were. The, we had a legitimate like NCAA hockey team, but we were just so terrible that nobody even talked about it. No, like no, it's not, the that's only not teams it. they were ever no. talking about were the ones that actually have ice outside yeah, that they no, can play it, on. It's not. It's not like a. a, a they're not. They're not. A, a real sport at the university. You know, you, I, I, I don't know what, what what constitutes a club sport, but it's it's more like uh, being in a club. No, but they're good. Like I mean, like, like I've frat, watched, frat I used to go watch hockey. I mean, I, I used to watch Oklahoma, Oklahoma play hockey at the Blazer Center there when we lived in Norman. Huh. And I mean, they're all like they're all kids going to Oklahoma who, you know, went grew up in Minnesota and Alaska and you know North Dakota or wherever and are good hockey players, you know, not good enough to go play on scholarship at Michigan, but, you know, still like to play. So it's good hockey. It's yeah. fun. And, and, you, and there's what's funny, like they're like rivals UCO. So I used to always go to the UCO game. And I mean, it got, it got chippy. There's, there's some gloves would come off. It's pretty fun. That's what I'm talking about. I remember that one time we went to the Blazers game, the only hockey game I've ever been to. And I don't know how many fights there were in that game. I bet there was a dozen fights in it. Like yeah, every three, pretty, every fifteen seconds, they were throwing the down. On and it was so fun. <laughs> Anyone brought in the money, and it wasn't yeah. wasn't scoring goals. <laughs> no, <laughs> got to get the fans in the seats, huh? Folks from Oklahoma <laughs> didn't know the rules of the game. I mean, yeah, when right. you don't know the rules of the game, you're like, punch I'm here in the face. Just punch that fool. <laughs> uh, uh, other than that, not a lot of stuff left to talk about. Uh, this week, uh, I'm sure all you guys saw that Toby Keith passed away. Big time, uh, obviously, uh, country music legend, but uh, a big time OU fan. Uh, did you? I don't know if you watched the Bedlam basketball game. You know, seen no, I did not. Time, which I did. Uh, there was something that happened in the game that going into the SEC, I think OU needs to just adopt. One of the things that they did at the game as like a tribute was. And Joe Harzog, it was a big deal. He pushed, and so did Porter Moser. The, every beverage was sold into a Red Solo cup. Every oh, beverage you bought. And so everybody, the whole stands are full with Red Solo cups. And then, like, at third to fourth quarter, they played Red Solo cup. And, like, the whole stand, I mean, it was, it was packed at Lloyd That'd Noble. Be cool. yeah. And they sang it. And I was like, you know what? We need something to sing. Because all the other, all the SEC teams got a song they sing. That could be ours. We could do Red Solo Cup. Yep, make that our tradition for OU from here on out. It'd be a cool tribute to uh, a big time Sooner fan. Uh, I mean, like he was, he was at basketball game just like a week before he passed away, right there in the front. You know, Uh, the guy was at every game, and 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 he was looking frail. I may be wrong, but I was watching that uh, them play there in uh, Mexico, and. Me and Tracy both agreed that the, one of the guys sitting in the stand was Switzer. Uh, probably. I yeah. Mean, not me. I mean, it, why, why do we, I was going to ask, why do we not have a song and why Why do we never sing, um, never been to Spain, like at an OU game? That, you know, never, be but I've been to Oklahoma. Like, why do we not sing Three Dog Night, never been to Spain? That would be a great, a good point. that would be a good one. Third quarter song. 
I just, written by Hoyt Axton from Comanche, Oklahoma. Really? So, yes. Good call. Yeah. I mean, the deal is we need a song. We got to have one. You're going in the SEC. I mean, you got Bama. You know, they got song. You know, his mom wrote uh, what she wrote for Elvis? Yeah. Uh, Jailhouse Rock? Uh, Jailhouse Rock, yeah. Jailhouse Rock, oh, yeah. yeah. We, well, we, we know that from uh, – we were at a concert recently where someone quoted that information. But, yeah. Hmm. Impressive. But uh, we, you know, we, we had the uh, we're gonna beat the hell out of you and you and you and you. That was always fun. They, yeah, they, we did, we got to bring that back in the SEC. Yeah, we we got to do something. There's got to be something going. They they got to quit the stupid hype man or whatever that they have at the football games. Kick that crap to the curb because that's junk. We got we got. And let's just game. let's just establish a tradition and say we're doing this. We're singing this song from third quarter to fourth and the end of the third quarter, start of the fourth quarter. This is what we're doing. And if, as a fan base, and they just need to do it. I bet, I bet Caleb could get it started spontaneously if we got there. I mean, he's, he's pretty good at that. Well, like the the deal is, is like you got the right president and spot in in place to to do something like that. The guy's like one hundred percent. I mean, they're doing the Red Solo Cup song, and he's standing there with like all the students in a hoodie mm-hmm. out there, and he's got his Red Solo Cup up. He's probably, I'm gonna guess, what I'm was in a, that. I'm cup. not a huge fan of the the Red Solo Cup song, and it just wasn't. Oh, it's not my favorite song. Can. But I will say, if you could do, if you could somehow incorporate the uh, courtesy of the red, white, and blue, yeah, and the, put a boot. Well, what, in your, what if we just put a boot in your ass? You know, yeah, like courtesy of the red, white. Yeah, and we just leave off the blue. Yeah, like, that would be. That's great. what I'm saying. Yeah, we could, we could figure something out. <laughs> we could revamp. That I mean, song. hey, we're we're adding lyrics to the uh, national anthem, and people are still mad about it. So, <laughs> it's not home of the Sooners, obviously, and they get very frustrated with it. Still whining about that. That was that was a Joe Bourne deal. You haven't heard anything about it since Harzog took over. He's like, do whatever yeah, we want. That's true. He, that's true. He's I like him as a president. He's he is yeah. not the when wallflower. He gave, when he gave the fist bump to uh, <laughs> yeah, you knew. going off the field or whatever, like we got the right yeah, guy. You knew he was legit. You knew he was legit. So and the kid, the hey. students obviously love the guy because like he's at the games, he's out there with them, he's in the stands. Cheering with them who, and who stuff. Was that? Well, <sighs> it was uh, it was Trey Matoir, wasn't it? That's right. They he got he got ejected. It, yeah, Mat- yeah. It was, oh, it was Matoir. Yeah, Matoir yeah. got ejected yeah. in that yeah. game, and you could tell. Like coming off there, he thought, "I'm in trouble," because he, he had a look on his face. And as he's running by, Harzog's got the biggest smile on his face and fist bumps him. And all of a sudden, he's smiling. Like, okay, I'm not gonna get kicked out of school, or I'm not gonna be in trouble too bad here. And he just for his quarterback. Yep. It was good. I mean, that, Sp- speaking speaking of that, it reminded me of. With the NFL stuff, you guys see Baker uh, won the passing contest. Oh yeah, won the flag football game. Did, yep. did MVP? he end up getting comeback player of the year? Or he, not? MVP? No, no he, he, he got beat out for comeback player. Of the, he got beat a, out on that one. And Joe Flacco should not a, have won that. That was bull. Yeah, the guy came, play, came a, back and played like six games. Huh? Yeah, he had a I mean, great Pro Bowl. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome to see that. Good, good on him. You know, the bad he, thing he is with him, he's gonna get a he's gonna get a big contract. I don't think it's going to be as big as you think. It's going to be a big short-term contract. I think he's going to get about thirty mil a year, which is not bad, but it's not. It's not. And he would be. He would be better off taking a smaller contract and letting him go spend the money on some playmakers for him. Go get a freaking running back. Yeah, that, or an I mean, offensive line. You know, let's surround myself. And he would have a he would have a longer career in the NFL. I well, think. Well, the, the thing with Tampa Bay is, is they were. They were hogtied on money. That's why Baker was there. I mean, they didn't have any money. They they were salary capped out due to you know just some different circumstances. I think the key is going to be get rid of some of these uh, high paid wide receivers that they've had that didn't catch footballs. You know, that, you talking Mike Evans. Yeah, I, I'm, don't, yeah they might want to hang on to him. No, I'm not saying Mike Evans. What's the other one? Uh, who was the other guy? Godwin. Yeah, his is up. I think I'm not saying you got to let all of them go. I think you hang on to what you can, but I think those contracts need to be rewrote a little bit if you're hanging on to them because I don't. I just don't understand why more teams don't do that. Let's you know, instead of me making forty million a year, I could make twenty five million a year, and you can go get another offensive lineman that'll help us win a championship. You yeah, know but I mean? the deal is, is these guys they all want theirs. I, I mean, all I these guys are it. doing the same thing because you've only got a short, you've got a certain amount of time. And for a quarterback, this is – I mean, for like Baker, this is it. 
I mean, the end of the day is is Baker's. It's not. It's not. I mean, if you would, if, if very well had, a, if you had a good team around you and you played decent football, which he's capable of doing, he would have a possibly a four or five more years in the NFL. No, no doubt. I mean, and he's made some money by by all means because he was the number one draft pick. But you go out there and take forty forty five million a year, surround yourself with a bunch of crap players. Lose a few games, the fan's going to turn on you real quick. What you need is a Brock Purdy situation. And then guess what? You're gone next year. Well, that's what Baker, Baker yeah, needs a Brock Purdy gotta, situation. And then you got a ton of money to donate to the University of Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're in, you're in the NFL for two years, and then, you know, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. And your ad revenue ad, ad revenue stops. You ain't making, you know, Old Spice commercials what's, anymore. What's your job, though, man? It's got to be a hard decision not to take it, the money. It is. I get it. I mean, I understand it. I'm, I'm sure you'd take a half salary in order to, so you hit all your sales goals for the month and stuff. You know, yeah. you get better salesmen, wouldn't you? But right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't give hey, that. Box away? Are you yeah, still he's still awake. He, he yeah, just, I'm here. I I didn't give okay. you. A, I just no, we we got on the NFL. We lost him. He's like, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I didn't give you a pops pastime pick them this time. Nope. I I just now noticed it. I was like, I didn't send him one. Nope. Don't do it now. Uh, I know. Oh, we got to throw something at him. What are we going to uh-huh. ask him? Best Toby Keene song. There you go. Best Toby Keene song. Should have been a cowboy. <laughs> Should have been a cowboy. Really? That You had to go with that. Well, I like that song. That, Not that kind of cowboy, though. Should have <laughs> been a cowboy. <laughs> kind of a generic answer there, though. I mean, like, that's. Arguably his best song ever. Well, can they come up with something you know a little more in depth? Well, I mean, I don't know very many of his songs. I know the Red Solo Cup song because it got played. I know the uh, Big Dog Daddy is that a song? You know, one of them, like a Big Dog Daddy song or something. Want to talk about me? Talk about me. I want to talk about me. Want to talk about I want. Or uh, beer for my horses. Beer for my. That horses. was a big song. That was about. Yeah year I graduated high school and it was he had another good song and I'm trying to think of well, he had a lot of good songs I know but he did have some good songs you shouldn't kiss me like this that's probably one of my favorite ones that was a good song yeah. he, he said, who's that man who's of. that man running my life yeah that was a good song yeah. too all I can think of is Joe yeah. Diffie songs that's what keeps popping in my head Joe Diffie songs <laughs> John Deere Green yeah, that's what I'm going with Belmo Oklahoma baby yeah those are popping in there Oklahoma's got a lot of a lot of great. Hey, Reba, Reba sang the yeah. uh, uh, national anthem for the Super Bowl last night. It was okay. It was all right. Better. What did y'all think about Post Malone's guitar playing? I thought he was pretty impressive. What? I thought he was what? impressive. <laughs> the guitar? I didn't think the guitar part of it was like. He's, I didn't he's, think he sang all right. I'll look, give him I'm, that. I'm, I'm just sitting there saying, hey, I could play that on the guitar. When, when a guy walks out and he's got facial tattoos and stuff like that, and they're going to tell me he's going to play God Bless America, I thought. He didn't I'm, play God Bless America. He played the bing, 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 bing. I didn't know what I was going to get. Bing, 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 bing. I thought he played. I, look. He did I, not play look, well. I, Don't you dare say he played beautiful, well. didn't he? Yeah, it was America the Beautiful. But the deal is, is, like, when he came out there, I wasn't, like, expecting him to go. He should have just left the guitar and sang it. It would have been a lot better. I, I thought he did all right as far as singing it. I, I, I was Yes, as far as singing it, he did okay, yes. I mean, it was, it's better than. For a guy than, with facial tattoos. For a guy with facial tattoos? I I mean, well, look, when Post Malone comes out there, you, I'm, like, sitting there thinking, well, you picked this guy to do the stinking America the Beautiful? What are we going to get? Is he going to rap it for bing, me? Bing, 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 you know, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Man, after after Chris Stapleton, it's all downhill, man. He like I don't think there'll ever be a better national anthem. No, best national anthem a ten-year ever, contract. Best national anthem I ever heard played or sang or anything like that. Mark yeah. it down is lead singer from Third Day when he did it at Talladega. It was phenomenal. Mac Powell, Mac Powell he did it, and I was I can't yeah. find it like out there on the interwebs. Yeah, I'm, but if I you could ever find, live, I remember it, and good. I thought, why do y'all not just hire this guy to come do it every time? I mean, because it was phenomenal. It was like the best version of. It was like we didn't add anything to it. It was sang in the right key, all of that stuff. And I was like, "That's what. That's what I want to hear." We didn't try to impress everybody with our vocals. Francis Scott Key didn't turn over in his grave when it was, you know, (laughs) didn't turn over in his grave when they sang it. Are we done? We're getting close. I think we're. Sounds like you're done. I'm done. Somebody's just in a grumpy mood. With you. I ain't had supper yet. I'm always thinking about logs right now. 
That's right. I got to get them off that truck. Got to get them off the truck. All right. Well, y'all got anything else to add? So it sounds, it sounds, it sounds like a metaphor for Pops got to go to the bathroom. He's got to get the logs off the truck. Taking the Browns like. to the Super Bowl, huh? <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to take that as nobody's got anything else to add. No, we're done. <laughs> I, we're I done. got something. What? I love you guys. I love you too. <laughs> I love you too, Caleb. Hey, Hayden, hit that red button. Check this old dog on me.